You're listening to Mystery Still Unsolved, a podcast where we discuss unsolved mysteries both past and present. I'm your host, Rochelle. Today, we will discuss Hotel Utica Hauntings After Dark Edition. Welcome back to Mystery Still Unsolved. I'm so happy to be here back with you all, my amazing friends, to discuss another unsolved mystery tonight. Today's episode is a little different and I think pretty special and pretty cool. Recently, I had the opportunity to visit my parents who still reside in upstate New York. While there, I hit up a bunch of haunted locations, and I either toured the facility or stayed the night. Today, I will be discussing a few sightings from people who have either stayed or worked at the Hotel Utica, a famous hotel located near my hometown of Syracuse, New York. But not only will we discuss other people's experiences, you are going to come along with me on a journey. With your support, I will muster up the courage to stay the night at this hotel and see if I have any paranormal experiences of my very own. So not every week, not even every other week, but every once in a while, I will post one of these episodes, something I'm calling my after dark episodes, and you guys will have a front row listen to my experience. I also recorded a buttload of stories on Instagram that I've been holding on to so that you guys can experience it right along with me more over there at Mystery Still Unsolved. Before we get to today's episode though, I wanted to do some quick housekeeping and some shameless plugs because why not? If you are not already following me on Instagram, well, what the hell are you waiting for? I would love for you to join our incredible community, post your thoughts, theories, opinions, and comments about each of the cases that we've covered so far. I absolutely love getting a little sneak peek into your brains to see what you make of these unsolved cases. Everybody has a theory. Everybody has a theory. And I want to know yours. You can also DM, PM, whatever, me with a case suggestion or to just tell me how awesome you think I am and how awesome you think this podcast is. I will never not accept a compliment. That is for sure. You guys are always so supportive. I seriously don't know how I got so lucky. I have spoken to so many of my friends in the true crime world who say that they get a lot of hate um, from their podcast. And I, I have been fortunate enough so far to not have experienced any of that. I know that my time is probably dwindling, so I'm just relishing in it right now, but I have so much love for each and every one of you. Thank you for letting me do what I do and for supporting that. Plus, like I said, today after our episode, go over to the Instagram page and get some behind the scenes footage. Visit us at mysterystillunsolved.com where you can listen and download all of my episodes starting from episode number one when I literally had absolutely no idea what I was doing, but y'all continue to stand by me anyways. What a ride. What a ride it's been. Well, it appears I 
may have agreed to this concept of an episode without giving it any real thought. I guess I just didn't realize how nervous I would get to stay the night at a haunted hotel because I'm already starting to get a little bit concerned, but there's no turning back now, so let's get to it. Before we begin, I want to give you a little background information on the Hotel Utica itself, its history, and whatnot. Okay, so now known as the Double Tree by Hilton Hotel Utica, this historical building is located on the northwest corner of Lafayette Street and Seneca Street. The Hotel Utica opened on March 19th. Hey, that's my husband's birthday but not 1912. (laughs) My husband's not that old. So March 19th, 1912. It was originally a 10-story building with 200 rooms, four dining rooms, a ballroom, an assembly hall, a restaurant for ladies, and a grill and cafe for gentlemen. Because as we know, back in 1912, women were far too fragile to enjoy a good BBQ, as we all know. (laughs) I realize podcasts are not a visual medium, so allow me to insert an eye roll right there. Four more floors were added to this hotel in 1926, which increased the capacity of rooms to 250. The hotel hosted a multitude of famous celebrities in its prime, which include Judy Garland, Mickey Mantle, President FDR and his lovely first lady wife, Eleanor, Mae West, Bobby Darren, and former Vice President Dick Cheney. As business declined, the hotel did cease to operate permanently in 1972 uh, as a hotel, but it didn't close completely. So it was bought out and merely transformed to two separate adult care residencies. After a period of vacancy, it was purchased by two local investors who undertook a $13 million restoration, um, which took place from 1999 to 2001. In 2001, the Hotel Utica became a member of the National Trust for Historic Preservation's Historic Hotels of America. So basically what this did is it ensured that the hotel would never be able to be destroyed. So even if it goes out of business, even if it isn't making money, they can't sell it it's like a it's owned by the city and the state now so and i guess the nation because it's a national trust so basically it's a historic building nobody can ever touch it after years of carucci and gitano the two local investors failed to pay property and school taxes the hotel was seized and later acquired by a hotel management company named visions hotel The company secured an agreement with Hilton Worldwide, and the hotel was converted to the hotel chain Doubletree by Hilton. And so, from October 2017 to today, it remains a Doubletree Hilton Hotel. While all that info is hunky-dory, perhaps one of the most intriguing parts of the hotel is its rich paranormal history. This is obviously typical in older buildings, as we know, spirits don't really care who legally owns the hotel on paper. The spirits don't abide by our rules. To them, the hotel is theirs and theirs alone, and they are determined to keep it. And that's why no matter how many times the hotel changes hands, attempts to rebrand or remarket, the fact remains that spirits dwell 
within the halls, and guests continue to feel and sometimes even see their presence. Turns out this Doubletree Hotel has a lot of supernatural happenings going on. So much so that in 2015, the building was investigated by Chris Williams, who is one of the stars of Ghost Hunters. And while her time there didn't uncover any like concrete evidence of ghosts, she did see enough to make her think that something otherworldly is definitely residing within the walls of the Hotel Utica, especially since the footage she captured during her stays seems to show a disembodied face on the 13th floor. Of course, the 13th floor. Why not? Uh, Chris was also able to capture a flurry of rogue voices that she picked up on her EVP, which is a, um, it's basically like a technological device that you can record something. And even though you don't hear anything while you're recording, if you rewind it and play it back, um, supposedly you can hear voices on it. So I could have my little EVP and I could say, hi, is anyone here? And then I just pause and allow for the spirits to speak. And I might not hear anything audibly with my own ears, but when I record it, when I rewind it and listen to that playback, I'd say, hello, is anyone here? And then I would be able to hear Jessica, Jessica, or something like that. Basically, you get the gist. Okay. However, the most reported supernatural occurrences here are calls to the front desk from unoccupied rooms, calls that when answered are just static. So like think that sound when you're on your TV and the snow comes up like the and if a member does happen to uh, and if a staff member does happen to redial the phone number, the call is answered. But again, they hear nothing but that static. Yes, creepy to the extreme. Guests also claim to have seen an old housekeeper wandering through the halls either late at night or early in the morning, despite no one actually being on duty at the time. And I don't know what that person did in life (laughs) to be punished to clean hotel rooms for the rest of eternity, but that does not sound like a fun way to spend the afterlife. Um, Also, a rogue object or two has been seen flying across rooms totally unaided. This evening, my mom and I will be staying at the infamous Hotel Utica. I will wait for a slower time, probably later on in the night, and I'm going to see if any of the staff members working there tonight would be willing to share any stories or personal experiences that they have had or heard about the hotel with me. So make sure you check out my stories where I will post videos and pics of the gorgeous hotel and my first impressions of it. Then during the night and also tomorrow morning, I'll hop back on here and let you know if my mom and I experienced anything at all. Hello everyone. So we are currently sitting in our room. Um, It definitely looks haunted from the outside, but it's actually quite lovely on the inside. It's very gorgeous. There's gorgeous chandeliers. There's um, original architecture. Seriously, the attention to detail on the structure itself is absolutely gorgeous. Um, We were able to speak to somebody at the front desk. Um, Her name is Caroline. 
and she herself has not had any personal experiences with any of the spirits here, um, but she does have friends and other co-workers that she works with who have had experiences. Um, in a little bit, it's a little busy today at the hotel because there are going to be some conferences tomorrow, um, but we are going to touch base back with Rachel not with Rachel, what's her name? Caroline. <laughs> we are going to touch base with Caroline um, later on in the night um, just so that she can tell us a couple of the stories that are not her own stories, but stories from her coworkers who are not here tonight. So we are very grateful to her um, for being willing to share some of her time and tell us some of the stories. And I will tell you those stories in a little bit. We also were able to speak with somebody who worked at the bar. She was very helpful as well. And she is going to get us in touch with the bar manager and her name is Rachel. That's why I was saying Rachel before. <laughs> um, and she's going to tell us a little bit about some of the things that she's actually seen. Because from what I've heard from the lady that helped us earlier is that um, this bar manager has actually seen apparitions late at night while working at the bar. So we're very excited to be talking to them later on tonight. Um, in the meantime, my mom and I, um, we went upstairs to the mezzanine, which uh, Caroline told us um, when it was originally opened, Judy Garland came and she did an impromptu performance of Over the Rainbow on their mezzanine. Um, Johnny Cash has also stayed here and he performed an impromptu concert on the mezzanine as well. So this this hotel is just rich with history, not only of the paranormal, but in just like the regular awesome fun history. Um, we also had a chance to look at the beautiful ballroom. Uh, the details in there are super pretty as well. Um, and Caroline told us that most of the activity that occurs in the hotel happens on the third and the fourth floor. And wouldn't you know, we are staying in room number 401. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited about that or terrified about that. I think my mom is really excited. So I'm like super thrilled because we're on site. Isn't this your first time that you have do a, that you have done a podcast on site? Yes. 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 And this is Exciting. my, I am, uh, what is the word? Breaking my ho haunted hotel virginity. So yes. you guys are here for the ride. <laughs> yes, it is, it's fun. It is so fun. So yeah, the hotel looks scary from the in, from the outside, but it's really pretty on the inside. Those chandeliers in the ballroom are amazing. Yeah, really, really I'm pretty. expecting one of them is going to fall when we go down there. This isn't the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to go run and grab some dinner. We found a really great place and um, we'll probably get back around 10 or so. And then we are hoping to hit up Caroline for some of her stories and the bar manager for some of her stories. So we yes. will touch base with you guys soon. All right, guys, we are back. We're um, alive. We just heard a very strange noise in the room next door. It kind of sounded like ice or possibly like glass breaking and so we're kind of hoping that you guys it'll happen again and you guys will be able to hear it um but we after getting back from dinner we stopped by at the bar because we had heard from a lot of employees here that there was a bar manager and her name was rachel and that she could hook us up with some interesting stories and Man, did Rachel hook did us Rachel up? Rachel hook us up oh more than stories. More it was than like stories. the best 
forever. Like she gave us like VIP access to all the coolest places. So yeah. first we talked to her at the bar. Um, well, first we talked to a couple of the bartenders that were working there. So we had a guy. Should we say names? I don't know. He said it was okay. Or do you think we should just? We just say we just okay. no. We're not gonna say. So names. we talked to this really awesome guy who helped us a lot, and he. He has stayed in the hotel before, and now he works at the hotel. So he hasn't seen anything so far since he's been working, but he did say that one time he was staying here on the sixth floor, and he said that it was pretty late at night, and he had this feeling like something was watching him, like he needed to turn around. And he turned around, and he saw this dark, shadowy, all-black figure he said that it kind of looked like this tall, skinny figure sonic. with like sonic yeah. hair. So kind of like spiky mohawk look to it. Um, and he looked at it and he said that while he was processing what he was seeing, the image started, like the shadowy figure started charging, charging. him. Yeah. So he ran around the corner and waited and nothing happened. So then he decided that he was going to look around the corner and we looked around the corner. It was gone. Then there was another girl that was helping us and she, while we were waiting for Rachel, and she told us of an experience. I don't think that she had had this experience. Oh no, she did have this experience. Okay, so she said that there was a guy staying at the hotel on business for a week and he would come there every night and just kind of hang out, watch TV because he was here on business. He didn't really have anything to do at night. Um, and she said that one time he came like maybe a couple nights in and he just didn't really seem like himself. So she went over to him and she was like, Hey, are you all right? And he said, Oh, I just didn't get very much sleep last night. And she's like, really? How come? And she's like, because there was a lady on my floor who just kept screaming all night. And she was like, what? And he was like, yeah, there was this woman screaming and I got, they left my room and I was trying to identify where the sound was coming from because I thought that maybe somebody needed help. But he just kept wandering the halls and he couldn't figure out where that screaming was coming from. Even after he went back to his room, he still heard the screams, but he just could not identify where it was coming from. And then we got to the main event. We finally got to talk to Rachel. And Rachel was so awesome. And did she hook us up, Mom? She did because she's the manager. She's the big boss. The big guns. (laughs) (laughs) She was funny. She's super funny. Um, And something that my mom wants to let you know is that, what what do you want to let us know about Rachel? Rachel was petrified. Yes. To give us the VIP tour. Yes. She was like, I'm not going up there. I will go there maybe during the day, but not at night. Never at night. Never at night. And my daughter was like, you were like, um, uh, I'm not sure if I really want to push it. I was like, Rachel, let's go. Let's go, Rachel, let's go. You can do this. And what did she do, Rochelle? She grabbed a glass of liquid courage and she came up with us so she, she got a little adult beverage yes <laughs> she went she just said okay let's go because you need a code to get up there. yeah you need codes to get up there she was just going to give us the codes and i was like uh <laughs> hell no i'm not going to go up there by myself what if she we get kidding. stuck up there okay so before she took us on our vip tour of all the spookiest places in the hotel um she did tell us a couple of stories so she told us about a man who 
uh, was going to get married at the hotel when he found out that his fiance was cheating on him. And so he got there early in the morning or really late at night when nobody was around. And he actually hung himself from the mezzanine. And this was back in like the 1920s, 1930s era. Um, and then she told us a story about a girl that she worked with who was closing, no, opening, opening one night. Opening at 6 o'clock in the morning. She was opening at 6 o'clock in the morning. And when she, she went to the kitchen to go grab some things. And when she came out, there was a man wearing a top hat that was sitting at the bar. And um, so he must have gotten in right after she got there. And then do you remember what she said happened? Did he just like disappear? Or? So she, he was sitting like kind of like the restaurant bar area, just drinking coffee. Coffee. Yeah. He was drinking coffee, but it's like very distinct. Like it was not in that era. Like the fashion was not Yeah, like era. he was wearing a top hat. And she like... She would go scared because she was alone, and she just, like, didn't want to go back in. But then when somebody came in and she talked to them, the guy was gone. Yeah, and she was like, oh, my gosh, there was a guy here. I swear to you, there was a guy with a top hat. How did he get in? How did he get in? I don't know how he got in. I don't even know how he got the coffee that he was drinking. Like, she was freaking out. But it's gone. That's scary. Um, she also told us about um, a room in the hotel it's room number 316 and supposedly um a little girl haunts that room is that yeah. right something about a fire so there was a fire not at the hotel but somewhere in the vicinity of the hotel and for whatever reason this little child spirit um haunts room 316 yeah and there were like a lot of activities in 316 yeah. she said because she talked about that guy at the end of the bar one day oh guess. and she also said that there is a maid who refuses to go into room 316 because every single time that she vacuums in 316, her um, Something her happens. vacuum will just stop working and she'll go check and it's plugged in and it just like isn't working. <laughs> oh and so gosh. she actually refuses to go into that room anymore. And then there's another maid who has had a bunch of experiences on the third floor and now she refuses to clean any of the rooms yeah, on she the said third floor. Yeah, she said a lot of the maids and a lot of the cleaning people were not go to the third floor at all. They're petrified to the third floor. Yeah. But there's guests that stay there. Yeah, like there are guests there right now. I don't think that it's very um, talked about that this hotel is haunted, so I'm pretty sure that a lot of the guests that are staying here have no idea, no idea about the haunting in the hotel. Yeah, they- there's also um, a really beautiful mezzanine. My mom and I went up there before we knew the story, yes. or else we probably, I don't know if I would have gone up there. My mom probably would have wanted to. But we did so many pictures. There is a bride, and she didn't really know much information about who the bride was, if the bride had died or whatever, but whatever. There is a bride that kind of likes to hang out in the corner of that mezzanine, <laughs> a lady we in white. And we were there, and I'm pretty sure that we, like, took a picture. Yeah. So hopefully, maybe we should look through the pictures and see if there's, like, an apparition in the picture. Yeah, there's a, she said that it's, like, a white, like, a beautiful, like, it's just white. Yeah. You know, like, a beautiful Oh, guy. and Rachel told us that sometimes when she comes out into the mezzanine era, yes. area, she hears music. So she'll be in the bar, and she'll start to hear, like, old-timey music, and so she'll kind of, like, come out and poke her head out and try and see what's where's that music coming from and there's just nothing there's nothing yeah. going on it's like those big parties from the, the early great 19th. yes like yep. she hears that and but she doesn't see anything she just like feels and that and era hears it and hears yeah. it and 
That was yeah. really cool. That was I would like to see that. Okay, and so then finally we were able to convince, well, my mom was honestly able to convince Rachel <laughs> to come up. Um, and she brought some support for her. So it was my mom, uh, myself, Rachel, and then I didn't catch the name of the other girl, but there was another today girl. Today was her first yeah, day. Yeah, today was her first day. <laughs> we were like, oh, so how long have you been working here? Have you ever had any experiences? And she's like, oh, uh, today's my first day. Yep, today's <laughs> my first day, and we, like, we, like, I don't know, like... It was like an initiation. initiation of her. <laughs> like a, what is it called when you, like, go to a college... Initiation, yeah. Hazing. Hazing. Hazing of the hotel, I guess. So she was terrified to go to the 11th floor. She did actually take us to the 11th floor, but I could tell that she was scared because we were literally on the 11th floor for maybe like 20 seconds. And there's a reason why she was afraid because she actually has seen a video of two previous girls that went to the 11th floor. And one of the girls took a video and apparently they have this windows but the windows were not open because the floor is not done it's yeah not done the at floor all. is like the, that floor is completely it has nothing it's like gutted they're just using it as a storage as room a storage. there's no floor there's no ceiling there's, there's no, no insulation like, draft going through it's like yeah. all of that and she said that one she actually saw the video of one of the girls two girls one of there and one of the girls they just saw everything flying and shaking in that room and they booked out of there yeah they got the heck out of there so rachel has never really gone there again and i could tell she was scared because she literally came on that floor she stood by the elevator and then we kind of ventured out a little bit and then she was like oh uh there's a way scarier floor but i think she just wanted to leave i don't blame her though and honestly the air there i don't know if it was just that it wasn't insulated but it felt very heavy i kind of felt like something was sitting on my chest like it was like a very heavy feeling in there i didn't like it and i almost kind of started to feel lightheaded um so i really didn't didn't yeah, like it. Did we, we went into the 14th so after that floor. we went to the 14th floor and she had to do like this weird code to get up there and she told us that a couple of odd things had happened there as well um and then i think we went down to the the 12th floor yeah we went down to the 12th floor the 14th floor is kind of cool which one is the one that i took the video like the first one that we went to that we we took the video on that you guys were saying like i feel like i think that was here. the 11th floor yeah that was that was you guys were freaking out on that one yeah I was laughing. Um, and then we went down to the 12th floor, and or, did this happen when we were on the 11th floor? I think this happened when we were on the 11th floor. So we were on the 11th floor. You could tell that Rachel was getting kind of uncomfortable. She wanted to leave, so <laughs> she ran over and she pushed the button so that we could get back on the elevator and so we're waiting and we're waiting and the elevator's taking a really long time to come and we're like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh i want to leave i, I want to leave scared. i was a little yeah, scared because i was worried that tell. we're gonna be stuck and when the person that's taking you on the tour is scared yeah i was a little freaking out so then the elevator doors open and there's and we a, ran, in. We and we ran, ran in. in and there was a man uh-huh. With his headphones on, and we all just start screaming because we didn't know we weren't expecting anybody to be no, there. Nobody was supposed to be there. Like no. this was an actual guest, and he just took this elevator because apparently it was working. So he took it. <laughs> yeah. So we he is afraid of us because we're four screaming. Gr- screaming girls are running towards him, and we are scared of him because we're wor- wondering if he's a real person or not. I didn't even touch him. I was like, yeah. Are you real? <laughs> And he would, he like just took his headphones off and he's like, 
I'm sorry, am I not supposed to be here? I'm just trying to get my laundry. And Rachel was like, no, you're not supposed to be here. How did you even get in? And he's like, like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So I felt so bad for him. He did confess later on when we saw him in the lobby that he got off the elevator and the elevator door closed and he just laughed. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because the four girls were hysterical. We're like, because we're running into the elevator for our, our salvation and then we see like some guy and we're like, are you a spirit or are you a real person? <laughs> it was Poor hysterical. Poor guy, we traumatized him. And just for the record, he just found out that the third floor is haunted and that's and he's where staying he on stayed the on the floor. third floor. We were like, yeah, room number 316 is really haunted. And he was like, 316? And we are like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm staying in the one next door, basically. And yeah. I was like, no, you're good. You're good. You're good, but yeah, we just watch out. You might yeah. hear noises. And then Rachel is so sweet. She wanted to end things because like it really was, it was very intense. heavy and intense. It was, it was thick. Like it was thick. you could just, I mean, we didn't see anything luckily we felt but stuff. we felt like a heaviness a dreariness i feel like mm-hmm. i got lightheaded like i felt like i was gonna pass out i don't know if it was just because i was scared and wearing heels i don't know i know we, we went we're no very good ghost hunters we were yeah we heels. wore heels <laughs> oh and then when we went on the 13th floor which i guess is technically the 14th, 14th. um that is where that lady um from ghost hunters chris that i was talking about earlier that is where she got the video of the disembodied face. Ugh. So I was getting really, really scared there. I wanted to leave. So Rachel's so sweet. She brought us back into the elevator. She took us to the to the rooftop. To the rooftop. And we had it's to kind of weird way. Yeah, to get in. it was like kind of a sketchy way to get in. I was honestly worried more about tetanus and falling off the roof than any of the other floors. Because but. you had you had regular stairs, and then you had this weird it was like a crawl stairs. space stairs. Kind of like a crawl space, space stairs. And, and we all hit our head. There's like a low entrance beam. point, so we hit our head, but there was like a padding on it. So we didn't let care. me just tell you that there's no lights in oh, any of yeah. these. There's there's no light. We had like yeah, the flashlight no of our in yeah. Any of those we had like we had the flashlights on our phone. Mm-hmm. All of us. <laughs> yeah, all of us had our flashlights on. Um, so we went up this like little crawl space stair area, and I was like, "Where the heck are we going?" I know it's a little. Scary. We went through these like little teeny tiny rooms where it looked like vagrants had been living in there because there was like Coke <laughs> bottles and. But it was just like construction workers that go up there and. And then we finally, she opened up the store, and it was, it was like peace. It was because breeze and the rooftop and the yeah. darkness. You know, yeah, just we got a, lit on. We got a rooftop view. We got to see like the view of downtown Utica. Beautiful, so it was pretty, beautiful, and just relax. And such an opposite from yeah. the heavy air that we had been breathing, and then we were like. <sighs> We felt light. It was, it, it was kind of weird because I didn't expect the floor to be cushiony. Oh, yeah. The, the floor outside was, like, padded. Padded. Yeah, it was cushiony. And it was kind of uneven, too. So, like, I would, like, step somewhere, and it would go down, and I was like, I'm going through the roof. <laughs> the ghost is taking me. Yeah. But it was really good. It was it was a good experience, and you know yeah. it was a good way. We took so many pictures up there and videos, and mm-hmm. we would not go close to the ledge because let's just be real. Well, first off, I had heels, and second of all, I'm terrified of heights. Yeah, 
So uh, me too. I'm no support on that one. I yeah. will stay with you in a in a in a in a in a place like this, but I'm not <laughs> not going to the ledge of the roof. No, <laughs> no. Because what if the ghosts are mad at us? They could have like pushed us off or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but then we came down, and there are a bunch of like guys at the bar. I military. think a lot of them were military. And when we got back down, they were like, "Ladies, so is the is the hotel haunted?" And we were like, "Yes, yeah, we felt it. <laughs> definitely, definitely haunted." Yeah. Um, and they were like, well, well what? where is it haunted? You were, <laughs> and we're like, in your room. <laughs> we were like, floors three and four. And they're like, well, I'm in seven. Is seven okay? I'm on eight. Is eight okay? Like, it was hilarious. Our military men were so brave. I was like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a really fun experience. And it was fun. It was your first time. Yeah. So it was really good. I'm, I'm losing my haunted hotel virginity tonight. So. Yeah. But... <laughs> The night's still young. The night is still young. Because we haven't gone to sleep yet. And I'm probably just going to leave the TV on and go and to sleep to the on. light. the lights It's going to be a long night, people, with Rochelle. Yes. <laughs> because I've already heard noises from the hallway. And oh, I'm like, yeah. Mom, have you, did you hear that? What do you think that is? Can you go look? Because I'm not going to look. Yeah, she sends her mother yeah. to look. And I'm, and I'm dumb enough to look. She's had a long life. <laughs> <laughs> A rich and fulfilling life. Did you tell them that we are like at the, the we are the last room on this floor? Yeah, we are the last room on this floor, right across from the emergency exit. Uh, <laughs> we live in a luggage old pack, just in yeah. case. I I brought my second favorite shirt, so if I have to like leave, <laughs> <laughs> I have my slippers. I can run. Yeah, yeah. So, a suggestion is that if you are gonna talk to the manager. Of the hotel and she's gonna take you on back doors you might have you might want to wear sneakers yeah <laughs> yeah and so. also if you ever do stay at this hotel and it's possible you should request to either stay on the third or the fourth floor if you're really into it and you want to stay in a haunted room then you should request to stay in room 316 yeah. um, I've heard from the other guy the guy bartender that sometimes they don't rent out that room so I you think might just have to do some margarine there. Yeah. Um, they normally do not let guests stay apparently on the fourth floor. Yeah, but they're but they're, they're having a conference today. and they're having a baby shower and they're having all these things, so they do have people on the yeah. third and fourth floor. So, but like, the yes. chandeliers, the chandeliers are amazing. I mean, the hotel is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. They need, we were even talking to Rachel and saying like, you guys need to hold, host some like nineteen twenties vibe yeah like she, said, like she was talking about and yeah. she was like oh my gosh thanks so much for bringing that up and it, it seemed like her rachel and the other girl were really excited about it and i think that they're gonna do it so gonna do it, definitely yeah. keep an eye out for that because they wanted to do something possibly this halloween get the utica story historical, historical society. society involved mm-hmm. so and this place is beautiful we went downtown and it was gorgeous yeah this is a beautiful place it's quaint but it's also modern yeah, and, and fun and it's very clean yeah. and very like I mean downtown is I mean you can walk they have so many restaurants so mm-hmm. many hidden gems in there um, where do we go we ate at a place called Ancora, Ancora. and it's like a tapas um, Mediterranean place we got parmesan risotto polenta fries which oh. are kind of like a deep fried cornbread yes. like italian cornbread that are kind of like fries that you eat with marinara and sauce the best marinara sauce that i have had was there yep and then we got like a pear 
and walnut salad and then we got bruschetta and it was delicious it was so the bruschetta was amazing and i'm not really into like i was telling you i'm not really into raw onions yeah but it was perfect my mom's not really into really anything that's healthy anything green (laughs) that grows from the earth my mom doesn't like it but she liked the salad and she liked the the onions i like the and i like the bruschetta but the night's still young we still have to survive the night Mm -hmm. so i guess we'll get back to you in the morning we'll let you know or maybe before then if we start hearing something i can grab this really quickly maybe we're still alive by tomorrow (laughs) we'll finish this episode so yeah (laughs) well thank you guys so much for joining us we will get in touch with you in the morning and let you know if we heard anything Hi everyone, it's morning. We are happy to report that we survived the night, although my mom would say just barely because the air conditioning went out at like 5 a.m. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I am melting. But we do actually have some creepy things to update you with. So after we recorded last night, my mom and I decided to go through our video that we had gotten on all of those creepy floors. And my mom swears on everything that she pushed the recording button I did twice, like maybe three times, because remember we stopped. Yeah, because you did a couple of videos. We couldn't see it, and all of those videos that she took are no more. Yeah, they're gone. It was weird because I remember that the girl that was with us, she gave me her phone so I could do the flashlight, so I could do it side by side. And I remember looking, and the thing was like going, you know, the timer thing, you know, and it's gone it's gone we do have um i have a little clip of when the elevator doors opened and i got out on the 11th floor and then i didn't hear anybody coming out (laughs) after me and then the the elevator door was closing so i ran back into the elevator so i do have that so you can see a tiny bit but that's just really weird (laughs) we've just had like a lot of technological things that are happening Mm -hmm. like even last night when we were recording it kept stopping and saying that there was an issue and like the issue was a weird one so I don't know if that's the ghosts or just us as women not knowing how to use technology. <laughs> we are we are like not very good at technology. But no, it was it was actually I you know, I thought I was not gonna be able to go to sleep because you were a little bit nervous, yeah. but I was I went to sleep. I do have to say that um we have two beds in the room and we end up in the same bed yeah we did sleep in the same bed until the air conditioning stopped working and then we moved over to, my mom yeah. moved over to the other but one. it was already daylight yeah it was daylight so we could yeah. we could feel a little bit more comfortable i did have a really weird dream last night which i told my mom that i hope it was a dream i did and i slept but after my hard. mom moved into the other bed i had a dream i'm hoping i'm crossing my fingers it was a dream that i opened up my eyes and i saw like this creepy like skeleton bride standing at the foot of my bed and she wasn't looking at me she was like looking off to the side and then I kept looking at her and then she turned towards me and like went like lunged at me and then I woke up and I was like oh my gosh I hope that was a dream I'm gonna pretend it was if it was even if it wasn't no but it was good it was a it's a really nice hotel yeah I would definitely recommend staying here again um I the love town. Utica it's so cool yeah the town is adorable like it's I quaint really like it. but also modern yeah um there were a lot of yummy restaurants and really cute little I don't know it has a good vibe it has a so. good venue yeah um um the people are really nice, by the yeah, way. They're Very super nice. like when they find out that what we're doing, they're really fun and we had a lot of fun. It's yeah. a really good place. So I would give it a ten out of ten. 
Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe a nine and a half out of ten because of the yeah, air conditioning. The air conditioning not working. I'm sure we're doing something wrong. Yeah. We, that's we'll possible. We kind of are idiots, so yeah. we could be doing something wrong. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining me on this spooky adventure. What do you guys think of the case of the Hotel Utica? Is this building rich in history simply a structure? Or do you believe it's possible that it houses spirits of the beyond? Would you ever stay in a haunted hotel? Why or why not? Let me know on the post that I made today. You know I love to hear your thoughts, theories, opinions, and comments over on my Instagram at Mystery Still Unsolved. And don't forget to go there and see all of the incredible and perhaps even comical videos that I posted during our stay. I will be sure to save them in the highlights for future reference and we can all have these snippets of entertainment for years to come. Thank you all so much for your love and support. Researching and writing these episodes is truly a labor of love. It's more work than many might think, but I do it because I am dedicated to true crime. I am dedicated to justice. I am dedicated to the search for truth, and I am dedicated to providing you with quality work every week. If you want to know more ways that you can help support this podcast, please follow me on Instagram if you aren't already. I'm never going to, I'm just going to keep saying this until I get more followers. So better do it if you want me to shut up. So at mystery still unsolved on Instagram, visit the website at mystery still unsolved.com. Tell a friend or a family member that, you know, loves true crime and unsolved mysteries. Tell them about me and send me a case suggestion. I seriously love them so much. They help me out so much because there's only so much brain space that I have. I mean, I have two little toddlers they kind of wear me out. So if you guys can send me a case, that just takes like a lot off my plate and I appreciate it all so much. And the best way to support my podcast, join me next week when together we'll discover, did someone ever place a useful tip? Has justice prevailed or is the mystery still unsolved? <laughs>